Next Level Church. You guys, Kyle and I are here on Woo! location at the Gateway Campus, and good news, <laughs> it's ready. It is finished, everyone. You can see behind me, if you have new people coming to Gateway Woo! Information Center right yeah. here, new here, they're going to know Woo! what to do. Behind me is our Velocity Middle School middle section. School. If you've got middle schoolers, they've got their own Amazing. auditorium, and then we Amazing. have restrooms, men's and, and women's, women's restrooms. Everybody Woo! gets a restroom here Holy at Gateway. Cow. You guys, we got to show them the auditorium. Let's show them. Come on, let's, dude. Go. let's do it. Let's do it. You guys, you can see uh, off in the distance our NLC kids environment. You guys, it is better than ever. It is amazing. NLC kids, parents, kids, get ready, baby. All right, NLC, come on. Here's your Gateway Auditorium. You guys, amazing. Kyle! Woo! <laughs> we did it, baby. 520 yeah. seats, what? 27 high foot what? ceilings. What? The stage is ready. It's what? awesome. This is a chair. 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 Times like 520. You guys, times two services. Woo! Are you kidding me? Next Level Church. We did it. This is amazing. I just ran past your hot box. <laughs> Woo! You guys, this changes everything. I'm telling you, and this isn't just a plantation or gateway thing. This is a Next Level Church yes. thing. When we win starting this weekend, we all win. If yes. you're a fan of any football team, Florida Gators, Florida State, whoever you're a fan of, when you win on a weekend, when the football team wins on Saturday, everyone wins. Alumni win, band wins, students win, other athletes win. It's not just the football team that wins. Everyone wins. So this weekend, we don't just win at Gateway or at Plantation. Next Level Church wins. And guys, here at Next Level Church, some of you have been around a while, you know the way we define a win is two ways, a name and a story. Names and stories. And guys, listen, here's the thing. This is what we want you to grab a hold of this weekend. When we win next weekend, when we launch this Gateway Campus, guys, listen to this. The names and the stories are going to start rolling in. Names and stories of your friends, your coworkers, your classmates, your relatives, your children, your grandchildren, your grown children, how, how God is going to impact their lives. You guys, that's what the win is. That's what it's all about. Here at Next Level Church, listen, we are one church in multiple locations. And this is a new beginning. This is a new start in life. Every so often, there are these moments that we get to hit the refresh button, that we get to hit the refresh button and, and start over new. I think about an app that I have on my phone. It's called Hootsuite, and it's one of these apps that you can kind of get on with social media, time things, put them out so it, it goes out at the right times. And just the other day, I was in my office, and I left the office for 30 or 45 minutes. And when I left, I left that app up, and the little owl that's the kind of the logo for Hootsuite Suite. I came back in and that duffer was asleep. Like he fell over on the screen. Z's were coming out. He was asleep. And I'm like, what in the world? I've never seen that before. So I hit my mouse and he just pops right back up. Eyes are up, wide eyed and bushy tail. He's ready to go because when we hit the refresh button, something happens inside of us. You see, the exact same thing is true in our lives. That, that I think there are these, these divine moments, if you will, that I think God arranges in our life where the, the refresh button is pushed, where, where we get to push the refresh button. And I, I think about our church, and, it's, and that's been the truth. All the way for the last 12 years, that there have been these significant moments in time where we hit the refresh button. I think about back in the coffee shop days at Lighthouse Coffee Company on Boy Scout Drive across from Sam Galloway Ford when it was just 12 of us in this little coffee shop with a dream of this thing called Next Level Church. And then we, on May the 12th, 2002, Mother's Day, we launched our weekend services at the Bell Tower Theaters. And that day, that moment was a refresh button moment for our church. And for the next four years at Next Level Church, 
it was life change. That whenever we hit the refresh button, it's always life change is the consequence. And then after four years at the theater, it was kind of like that little owl, and it kind of started to snooze a little bit. We started to get a little, you know, back on our heels complacent. And then God moved us to South Fort Myers High School. And on March the 9th, 2006, we hit the refresh button. And the result at South Fort Myers High was life change. And for the next five years, God kept us at South Fort Myers High School, and, and life change was the result. And then on April the 9th, 2011, God moved us from the high school to the plantation campus. And that was a refresh button moment. And you guys, here's what I want us to understand this weekend. Listen, to this day, I still remember the names. I still remember the stories of life change at each one of those places that we called Next Level Church. I think about Paul and Allie, who God touched in that coffee shop. I think about Colleen, who was the first person to ever put her faith in Christ in the movie theater at Next Level Church. I, I, th I think about Roger, who was the manager at the movie theater, and uh, how we had an opportunity to pray for him and eventually lead him to Christ. Uh, God did so many things, so many stories of life change. I think about a guy named Sergio, who God touched back in those movie theater days. Today, he's on our staff. I, I think about the high school days and how the results of that refresh button moment was life change. A guy named Brock who God touched, a, a married couple named Rob and Lauren, that God restored their marriage time after time after time. The result of those refresh button moments has always been life change. Every time we've hit the refresh button, it's always been personal. It's always been about life change. And when I fast forward to March 23rd, 2014, I cannot wait to rattle off hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of more names of life change that God is going to touch. With the opening of this campus, this is another refresh button moment for us. So just like on our computer when we hit the refresh button, things happen. And same is true in our lives. When we hit the refresh button, some things happen in our lives. So for the rest of our time here this weekend, we would love to give you five things that hitting the refresh button does in your life. So if you want to open up your bulletin and take notes with us, you can do that there. So here we go. Five things the refresh button does in our life. Number one, it ends complacency. It ends complacency. When we hit the refresh button in our life, complacency starts to die. I think about the computer illustration. Again, when your computer is stuck, you hit the refresh button and it becomes unstuck. The greatness of a refresh button is this, that it allows that which is stuck to become unstuck. And here's the deal. When that happens, when we become unstuck, the miraculous always follows getting unstuck. I think of so many Bible stories where there were, there were times where people were stuck or there was something that, was, that wasn't moving. There was no movement anymore. I think about when Jesus was teaching and the Bible records 5,000 people were listening to Jesus teach. That was just men. So women and children added to that 10, 15,000 people. And Jesus had taught all day. And at the end of it, his disciples came to him and said, Lord, we've got to feed these people. They're hungry. They've been sitting here all day. They're looking for some food. And Jesus looks at his disciples and goes, you go feed them. And they were like, but Lord, we don't, we don't have anything. We don't, we don't have anything to feed them. And basically, they had stopped getting creative. They had stopped getting on the balls of their feet. They had seen Jesus do so many things that were miraculous. They just came to him and expected him to do it. They were stuck. And Jesus looks at them and says, well, what do you have? And they look back at him and say, well, we've got a couple fish and a couple loaves of bread. That's all we have. And Jesus says, you know what? Give it to me. And then Jesus blessed it, and a miracle happened. The miraculous happened, and they had enough food not only to feed the 10, 15,000 people, but enough to put back into baskets, enough that they had more to take with them when they left. But the disciples were stuck. And when they were stuck, they came to Jesus. And because we, Jesus hit the refresh button in that moment, the miraculous followed after it. 
Next level, here's what we want us to understand. We believe that the miraculous is about to happen in our church like we have never seen before. Because we are one church in multiple locations, we believe that starting next week, the miraculous is going to take place. Come on, you guys. Let's, let's push against complacency. Let's raise up our faith. Think of what God wants to do. And here's what I believe. I believe that the miraculous is not just going to happen in our church, not only, but it's going to happen in our personal lives as well. Some of us personally have been stuck. Come on, let me just challenge you as your pastor, as a voice of influence in your life. Let this season of a refresh button moment for us as a church be a refresh button moment for you in your personal life as well. Whatever that area is that you feel like you're stuck in, man, let God refresh you in this moment. Push against that. So five things that hitting the refresh button does. Number one, uh, it, it ends complacency. Number two, if you want to write this down, it produces new information. And then from that, new movement. It produces new information and then the consequence of new information is always new movement. Like going back to the computer thing, you know, like sometimes I'll get on the ESPN website and, you know, I'm there on the ESPN website and I'm, maybe I'm watching the score of a game uh, that I can't watch on some other way, you know. And, and so every time I hit the refresh button, the score changes and it shows me what happened on the plays and so forth. Or, or business people, you know, maybe uh, you're an investor and, and you're watching a stock on a particular day and you've got the web page pulled up and every few minutes you hit the refresh button and the stock price changes and it, and it lets you know where it's at. That, that when we hit the refresh button, it produces new information and that new information produces new movement. There's this, uh, there's this story in the, at the very beginning of Jesus' ministry where uh, he's actually choosing his 12 disciples. And so one of the guys that he's chosen is a guy named Andrew. And so the Bible records in John chapter 1 that Andrew, uh, you know, was following Jesus and he had spent the whole day with him. And he's just learning and just gathering all of this new information in his life. And so he does what all of us have known and experienced as well when we have that encounter with Jesus is, I got to tell somebody. And so Andrew is like, I got to go find my brother. I got to tell my brother that we found the Messiah. We found the Savior. We found this Jesus, that he's the guy. So John chapter 1, uh, look at verse 41 of John chapter 1, the verses on the screen. Uh, here's what it says. The first thing Andrew did after he was, found this new information was he moved. He, he went and he found his brother Simon and he told him, we found the Messiah, that is the Christ, like, like the one we've been waiting centuries for, the one we've heard about, the one we've dreamed of, we found him. Then look at this, verse 42, and he brought him, Simon, to Jesus. Jesus looked at him and said, you are Simon, son of John, but from now on, look at this, you will be called Cephas, or, which translated means Peter, or the rock. Okay, you got to get this next level. Here's what I want us to see. When, when Peter, whose name was Simon, was brought to Jesus, Jesus looked at him and he said, listen, all of your life you've been known as a guy named Simon. All of your life you've been Simon, nothing special. You've been Simon, the common fisherman. That's, that's how you've been known. But as of today and for the rest of your life and for all time, you're going to be known as Peter, as the rock. Guys, listen, that new information, that refresh button moment that Peter experienced changed everything. It brought new movement to him. Okay, listen, there are, to this day, there are cathedrals all across the world that are, that are called, you know, whatever, the, the, the church of St. Peter. Okay, it's not St. Simon. It's St. Peter. And any of us who know our church history understand the most amazing role that Peter played 
in establishing the local church. It wasn't Simon anymore. It was Peter. Why? Because the refresh button always generates new information, which always brings new movement. And the same is true with us. The same is true with us as we hit the refresh button and we launch this new campus. It's going to reveal new aspects of who God is in each and every one of our lives. New information always produces new movements. So we're challenging everyone, every one of us who call Next Level Church our home, that as a church we have to begin to open our hearts in new ways to God and watch what he's going to do and watch how he's going to reveal himself to us. So back to the computer illustration here a little bit is that you know when you, when you have a web page and it's frozen or it gets stuck or locked up that you just can't wait when you hit that refresh button because when you do it restores it. It restores the page. It's stuck and then it restores it. So not only does uh, hitting the refresh button give us new information but number three in your notes it restores. Hitting the refresh button restores. There's this natural drift isn't there in our world today towards numbness, towards casualness, towards dullness that in our world today we can drift towards those things in our day-to-day -day lives. I think about business leaders. I think that, you know, maybe for some of us that we opened up a business years ago and we were so excited, we were so pumped up about our business, the product that we were selling. And for the first several years we were on the balls of our feet and we were, we were on the move and we were at work early and we were excited. We were learning about what we were doing. We were continuing our education in that field. But then three and four and Maybe five years in, ten years in, there's this drift towards numbness that it maybe just becomes dull and we're not as excited anymore about the business that we were so excited about years previously. And the same can be true in our relationship with Christ, can it? Some of us remember the, the first time we fell in love with Jesus and his bride, the church. Some of us remember falling in love with this church, next level, at the movie theater for some of you. Or for some of us, maybe it was... The high school, for me, that was my story, walking in and falling in love with Jesus again and his bride, the church, and we were serving and we were leading and we were giving and we're sort, like we were doing everything. We were so excited to be a part of that. For some of us, it's been plantation. We've walked into this campus and we've, we've walked in and we remember the excitement. We remember being pumped up about coming to church on the weekend. We remember jumping in and serving in kids ministry or maybe hospitality. We remember going to our first connection group, leading our first connection group. We remember crossing that line and financially giving to the church. We were excited. But then we can drift towards numbness. We can drift towards it just becomes dull. And I would challenge us this weekend, Next Level, listen, if that's us, if that's, if that's you and you're here this weekend and you've drifted and it's not as exciting as it used to be, that this weekend we get to hit the refresh button. And when we hit the refresh button, it can restore our excitement towards Jesus and his bride. There's this interesting story in the book of Revelation, the last book of the Bible, where Jesus is addressing a group of people much like us, a church uh, in the city of Ephesus. And he's writing to them and, and he's, he's, he's instructing them and he's, he's basically trying to set up a refresh button moment. And he's, he's writing to them, look at what he says, Revelation chapter 2, verses 4 and 5, we find it, it says, this is Jesus talking, he says, You have forsaken the love you had at first. Consider how far you've fallen. In other words, remember back to when you were first in love with me? Look at the gap. Look at the distance between us now. And then he says this, repent, which, which is kind of a big Bible word that literally means do a 180, like do a U-turn. Turn around, start closing that gap, and do the things that you did at first. Then he goes on, look, he says, here's why, because here's the danger. That if you don't spin around, if you don't turn around, if you don't repent, then here's what's going to happen. The inevitable outcome of that is... Jesus said, I'm going to come and remove your lampstand, your, your light, your 
your influence from its place. Next level, I believe it's possible that some of us this weekend, one of our services, can relate to that. That we find ourselves in this place where we remember when our light was bright, when it was brighter than it is now. We We remember when we were just white hot on fire for God. But we've let life and stuff and whatever create distance between us. Listen, next level, I believe the Lord would say to us this weekend, repent, turn around, do a 180, start closing that gap. Why? Because if we don't, our light's just going to keep getting dimmer and dimmer. Some of us, we can't figure out why we feel like there's a cloud, why there's a shadow, why, why our light is dim. Like some of us, we've been, we've been beating our head against the wall going, I don't understand. And what Jesus would say to us, and what he said to the church at Ephesus in Revelation 2 was, hey, you got to go back to your first love. You got to do what you did before. Why? Because it will restore the light that you desire to have in your life. So what does hitting the refresh button do? Number three, it restores. Number four, if you want to write this down, hitting the refresh button refocuses and brings clarity. It refocuses us and brings clarity. When we hit the refresh button in our life, on our computer, it causes us to refocus. I know sometimes, like for me, some of you know me, uh, if you've been around a while, you know I love to shop. (laughs) And I love to shop always. And so I love to shop online. And sometimes, you know, I'll be on some kind of online shopping site and I'll be clicking on stuff and clicking and clicking and whatever's happening, scrolling. And all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, I'm like, wait, wait, wait. What am I looking for? Like my ADD kicks in and I'm like, I don't even remember what I was looking for in the first place. So what I, I hit the refresh and I'm like, it takes me to the top and I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. And I refocus everything. Well, the same thing is true in our life. The same thing is true in our church. And when I think about our church and, and these refresh button seasons, like we're stepping into next weekend, I love that seasons like this allow us as a church to refocus our eyes on that which matters most. And for us at Next Level Church, that has been, is, and always will be lost people. What matters most to us, the focus of our attention as a church is lost people being found and found people being empowered. The vision of Next Level Church has been, is, and always will be about the one. Plain and simple. And what opening this new campus does is it creates space. Again, not just here at Gateway. It creates five or 600 seats at Plantation Campus as well. Why? So that hundreds and hundreds more of the ones can find and experience God like we have. It's one of my favorite things about our church is how much we celebrate the stories of life change. And I know there's been thousands over the years of Next Level Level Church's existence, but even just in the last six or seven, eight months at our plantation campus, I think of stories that have poured in of people's lives who have forever been changed. Just recently, I was on my Facebook page and one popped up and it was from a lady named Karen and she was telling me her story of Next Level Church and she said this, she's been coming for about six months to our plantation campus now. And she said, Kyle, Next Level Church has changed my life. I could go into detail about how I got to know God. I was raised as a Jehovah's Witness, but I'm happier now with my relationship with God than I've ever been. And I remember responding back to her real quick. And funny enough, I hit the refresh button on Facebook and within like 45 seconds, she had responded back again. And she was like, no, 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 no. You don't understand. Everything's different. 
Everything's different. We see our family differently. We see our businesses in a completely new light now. Our life has been completely transformed. I ran into her and her husband in, in the community just recently, just a week or so ago, and I was talking to her husband, and he was like, you know, I was, I was raised Catholic, and, you know, I left, and, I, and I, it's not that I liked it or disliked it. I just didn't understand how to apply it to my daily life, and he looked at me and said, now I leave every weekend, and I take things, and I apply it to my life, and everything's changing. My business is changing. I'm changing as a person. Our family is changing, and he looked at me, and he said, I can't explain this, but maybe you can. He was like, since I started coming to NLC and, and applying the messages to my life and to my business, my business is tripled by, it just is tripled. I don't even know how to explain it. And I looked at him like, yeah, man, I get it. But I love how their life has been completely changed. I think about Nikki, who started coming to our church and when we opened up the 1230 service. And she looked at me one weekend and she said, I'm so glad you guys opened up 580 seats at the 1230 service so that I could be here. I work late on Friday and Saturdays, and honestly, I'd stopped going to church for a season of my life, and when you guys opened up the 1230, I heard about it, and I came, and since then, Nikki's family has been changed. She baptized, was baptized at our last baptism. She stood on stage with her children at our last child dedication and dedicated her children to the Lord. She was at our advanced one-day business leader event, and she was there buying books and reading them. She told me recently there's a guy in her office she thought would never go to church, but because she's been the light in her workplace, he came to church next level church we will always celebrate the stories of life change that's why we exist that's why we exist as a church it's all about the one in this season of hitting the refresh button in our church next weekend is going to create so much space for so many more of the ones so we're talking about five things that hitting the refresh button does number five if you want to write this down hitting the refresh button brings new energy. It brings new energy. I'm sure that so many of you are like myself and Kyle, and that is you like Netflix. Okay, I don't want to say that my family and I are addicted to Netflix, but we, we like Netflix a lot, like on demand. What up? What up? It's awesome. Okay, but there's one little thing about Netflix, and maybe you've experienced this, and that is like you're watching, you know, Netflix, you're watching a movie or a show, something you're into, and then all of a sudden it's going, it's going, it's going, and you and the spouse, you're all locked in, and then it's like it freezes. <laughs> and you're like, no, no, don't freeze. But then, like, after 20 seconds, you're like, okay, well, great. Well, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to the kitchen to get something. So I'm going to, you know, whatever. And then it never fails. Like, the minute you walk out of the room, it unfreezes. And when it does, your spouse is like, honey, it's on. And you come flying around the corner. That's what I'm talking about. When you hit the refresh button, it creates new energy. Bro, you had to have been at my house two nights ago. <laughs> Seriously. I'm, we're watching Parenthood. And it's like at that moment where, like, the music's kicked in, the yes. keys are behind, and then it freezes. And yes. I'm like, no. No! No! And I get up, I go to the kitchen, and my wife's like, it's back on! And I come running in, diving on the couch, because there's this energy when, yes. it, when it's stuck like that, when it's frozen, and then it comes back to life. There's this energy about you. I think about the people at Next Level Church who have the most energy every weekend, or the people that are expecting someone to show up. Someone that's been inviting a friend or a family member, a coworker, maybe a neighbor, and you've been inviting them for months, and that moment they say yes, and they're like, yep, we'll see you at the 9 a.m. or the 1045, or we'll see you Saturday night at the plantation campus, or yep, we'll come to grand opening at Gateway. There's this energy 
that comes on you as a person who attends and calls Next Level Church their home. I remember the first time I ever invited someone to a Next Level Church experience. It was back in 2008 in the high school, and I remember inviting a couple people in the construction world that owned a company. I'm like, hey, you got to come check out our church. I heard they were looking for a church, and I'm like, well, you got to come check it out. We have church in the high school, and I remember that being the first time after attending Next Level for three or four months that I invited someone to a Next Level Church experience, and I, energy completely changed. I remember showing up early that week. I remember telling the guys at the front door, like, hey, there's this family. They have two kids, blonde hair. You know, when they come in, you just high five and smile. Again, our hospitality team does that every weekend at Next Level, but there's this thing inside of you when you know they're coming that you want it to be all right. I remember looking and making sure the donuts and coffee were going to be out, and of course they were. I remember going up to the guys in the doors by the auditorium, like, hey, when you see me walk in, you know, act like you know me really, like, and make sure you say hey to them. And so, and then I'm like, okay. So they showed up. And I remember when they showed up, I was nervous. I was on my toes. I was like, oh boy, I hope it's good. I hope it's good. And they came in. The people said, hey, they high-fived them. They got donuts. They got coffee. They checked their kids into the kids' space. We walked in the auditorium. Those guys were like, hey, good to see you, Kyle. Great. And I looked at them like, yeah, perfect. And we walked. We sat in the back right side of the auditorium. My wife was leading worship that day. I had told her that some people might be coming. I'm like, you listen here, honey. In song three, you nail it. You bring it. You sing it down, girl. You do your thing. And of course, she did. She sang. They loved it. I'm like, I hope Pastor Matt's funny, like he's funny 99.9% of the time, but I hope he's funny this Sunday. And sure enough, he was hilarious. And I remember looking at him, they're laughing, they're engaging. They left, they went to the first time kiosk, they got their gift, and they looked back at me and they said, we'll see you next week, man, it was awesome. And I was like, yes! Yes! And they left, and sure enough, they came back the next weekend. There is an energy that comes upon us when we know someone's showing up to our church, to Next Level Church. And can I encourage us with this this weekend, Next Level? Listen, we are opening up seats, not only a Gateway with 520 seats, two services, but we're having people move this direction, and there's going to be hundreds of seats open at Plantation. And I would encourage you, come on, who needs to be here? Who needs to be here? There is a new energy that comes upon us when we go and we invite someone. And maybe you've been stuck for a little bit. Maybe you used to do this. Maybe you used to invite people and you'd have a row full of your friends and family members and you know that energy that I'm talking about. This weekend we're going to have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of seats available for those people to walk in and experience Jesus. Guys, we're stepping into a refresh button season at Next Level Church. One like we've never experienced before. And so Next Level Church, what do we do with this? How do we process this as we are literally this week stepping into this refresh season? What do we do? How do we process this? Well, our challenge to us this weekend and all of our services is twofold. The first is I think we, we have to first start by looking inward. We have to ask this question of ourselves. Okay, in this season, where have I gotten complacent? Where have I gotten comfortable? Where has my little owl on the screen fallen asleep? Where, where do I need to hit the refresh button in some area of my life? Where is that moment? Where are those places where, where God is trying to get me to refresh? Listen, seize the day. Seize this opportunity that as we as a church corporately, as a body, hit the refresh button Come on, every one of us, let's individually lean back in. Let's re-engage our relationship with God. Let's fall in love again with our first love. Let's hit the refresh button in our life. And then our second challenge to us this weekend is this, just as Kyle said a second ago, who needs to be here? Who needs to hear what we're talking about? Who needs to be in an environment like this so they can experience the love of God like they never have before? 
Next Level Church, this is a unique and powerful season. A season where we get to hit the refresh button. And I'm just encouraging every one of us, come on, we're about to step across this line. March 23rd, 2014. Next Level Church hits the refresh button by being one church in multiple locations. And we believe that's going to change everything for all of us. Can we pray together? Come on, across all of our services, let's pray together. Father, thank you. Thank you for an opportunity to be a part of a life-giving church like this, to be able to be a part of, of a church that is strategic about creating environments now, not just in one location, but in two, where we have the ability to experience you and bring others in so they can experience you and your love like they never have before. Father, I pray right now for every single one of us who call Next Level Church our home. I pray that our hearts would be stirred during this refresh button season. God, we want to lean into you. We want to trust in you. We want to be more like you than we ever have before. In Jesus, we pray for the hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people that we're going to be inviting this week, not only to the Gateway launch, but, but to the Plantation campus as well. God, thank you for giving us the opportunity to, to free up more seats so that people can experience you. Jesus, we pray for the people that we've invited like six or seven times and have always wanted nothing to do with it. God, change their heart that this week they would lean in and they'd say yes, they'd agree to come. God, we pray that, Lord, when they come, that they would not just experience cool environments in both of our campuses. They would not just experience loving people. Jesus, we pray most of all that they would experience you and your love. and They would know what it is to be found in your grace. Jesus, thank you for the refresh button moments of our lives and of this church. We pray all these things in Jesus' name. And everyone in every service who agreed said, Amen. Amen.